his heart But have no eyes to see Something new is going to happen The most natural thing But nothing we'd expect All these buildings and mountains Slowly that arise Before Welcome to another episode of Exotic Lab, number three. Sponsored to you by... Sponsored by the words... Rape Rape. Dongle. Dongle Rape Rape. Thank you, Whoopi Goldberg. Dongle Rape. Dongle Rape. Is it Rape Rape or is it just Rape? Well, according to Whoopi Goldberg, it's it's not... It's not not Rape Rape. Oh, it's not Rape. It's just regular Rape. It's regular Rape. (laughs) Yeah. So, um... (laughs) Some of what we were getting into on the last episode, I really want to talk about. Um, <clears throat> but I'll 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 kind of start this with, you know, the thought uh, around pen testing and around looking at companies and looking at risk and getting an understanding of, you know, sort of where where I think a lot of conventional testers in general fail, um, where where you can see a huge gap. And the testing and how people get attacked and and all that is is really around the the intel gathering phase. And I think that you and I have talked on tons of occasions about how a, a lot of people spend all their time on exploitation yeah. and not really tactically attacking a network. Um, I mean, I know hell, Val and HD built the whole tactical exploitation class just to show that oftentimes people <clears throat> really help. forget. To do their job, like to do their homework. You know, honestly, I'm not sure that they forget. I just think they're, they're just lazy, I, I, or they no, just want to get I, right to the sex. I honestly think they don't know. Like, really? How many, how many, how many consultants that do pen testing do you think intel gathering involves running in map? Like, that's intel gathering. That sucks. I, <clears throat> that's my gut feeling on it, though. I don't think it's that they forget. You really think so? I mean, you really think that they don't know? They don't like. Have a connection to... I know the majority of pen testers out there. I'm not talking about, like, the, the, the really good ones. The majority of people out there, I think they, they took a little CEH class or they took some class in school and they weren't taught you how, know, to like how, really... how to actually do real intel gathering. I think they were taught, like, okay, here's the steps of a pen test. Step one, run NMAP. Step two, run Nessus. Right. Step three, exploit. Step four, report. And that's just... that That, to me, just seems... It seems ridiculous. It's like the you know it, the whole idea around pen testing is to see if you can survive a real attack. Yeah. Yet most of the types of attacks that I've seen performed on companies in a consultative engagement aren't a real attack. No. I mean they don't actually attack them. They they run a couple of exploits. They like use Metasploit because that makes them an attacker, right? Um, right. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, seriously, right? No, like, install no, this no MSI to be to, an attacker. Well, no, but no insult know. to the Metasploit guys. I mean, it's a great fucking tool, but people, it's it's become a crutch for a lot of people. A, a like, crutch? I mean, they, I use AutoPone and nothing happens. Listen, HD and Scape and, and Carlos and all of those guys are fucking badasses. I agree. But they've created an industry of tool runners they, that well, allows them no, to they do did, it. No, they didn't create... Oh. The industry. No. They created... They did not. Dude, bullshit. They, they gave a tool to an industry of that was already a lot of tool well, runners. That led, a whole, that led a whole new category of security, quote-unquote, professional arise. Core did, too. It's just more expensive. 
Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> cost usually stops people from doing shit. Right. But then you have a company like IBM that can afford 10 copies of Core Impact, and they'll just fucking teach their guys how to use Autopone. <laughs> or what is it? Autohack or Auto... I think Autohack's in Canvas. Oh, what's Core's called? Core's just like a... a just, it, no, it's just network penetration. Yeah, it's just network penetration test. Yeah. Yeah. But it's... Yeah, same fucking idea. Well, I just... I, I Give us a class C. We'll do everything for you. We'll do it all for you. Just go to sleep. <laughs> and then you can just print report. And you're good. <laughs> print report with screenshots. Um, no, I, I don't I don't think they created it. I don't. I think they maybe increased yeah, I, it I, inadvertently. I, I can't say that they created it into itself because it's been there for a while. But yeah. they've definitely helped it grow from a very small part to the majority of the security community has now... It has uh, by far in the numbers, I think, relied on some of those things and, and, you know, essentially kind of went to that they use a calculator but don't know how to do the math. Fair enough. But I think that, again, I think the reason that those tools become a crutch for some of these people that some of the new people that come into the scene or the communities, rather, scene. Um, scene. We'll talk about that. Uh, I, I think that's because of the way they learned. They didn't learn by... By fucking being a geek through most of school. Yeah. That's how people like HD and them pop up. You know, they, they, they read computer books from the age of five. And, right. you know, they, they memorize how TCP IP packets are shaped and you know, all that crazy. You know, they, 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 can, they read the TCP IP Bible series? Yeah, they read the t- <laughs> TCP IP Illustrated volumes one through three and they can quote the whole damn thing. Yeah. You know, th- those guys are, those are the ones that are badass. The ones that are like, well, I want a job in computers and security looks like it's making a lot of money right now, so I'll go into security. They go and they just they take their little classes or they go get a CEH or, again, not really dissing CEH. It's, it's just that they don't... You're all, per se. <clears throat> I don't but I think it's the way they're per taught. se. I think it's the way they're taught. We right. grew up fucking around with shit. And we have this, we, it, you know, most of us have that mindset. I think some of the newer guys are coming in from schools that don't teach that mindset. Yeah. And what they do teach is, again, you know, use Nmap, use this, use that, and then you're done. Yeah, I and I totally find that. I mean, even when we have people that, you know, come onto the team or try and get hired, it's like their their whole methodology is around using tools. Yeah. And not... <clears throat> Learning to attack and attacking, right? Like, like it's it's all built around like and okay, wrong. throw that you tool know, away. What are you gonna don't do? Don't get wrong. Tools is a good way to get into things, but if you never make it past that step, well, it makes things faster. Well, yeah, it makes the easy shit faster. That sure, you know, I, mean, I don't want to sit there and manually look for cross-site scripting. That shit's boring as fuck. Yeah, but no, I, I agree. You know, <laughs> if, especially if I have a tool that will just tear apart a site and go, here's your 86 different versions of cross-site scripting. Right, and all yeah, I gotta do is validate. It. I don't need to right. I, that gives me more time to go and look for the manual shit. Like, well, the shit know, that, like we were talking last time. You know, what does this process work? Right. I mean, yeah, it's a business process, but it's still a fucked up thing that somebody can take advantage of. Right. Right. No, I I agree. I just <clears throat> I, I think that one of my one of my biggest pet peeves around anything in, in how people test and their methodologies and stuff is is around collection of intelligence. I think that you know, I mean. I mean, let's talk, I mean, so, so collection of intelligence in general, Mm -hmm. right? When, when I'm going through, or, I mean, I know you do it the same way, right? It's not just go to the client and say, give me my three addresses, right? (laughs) It's go out, get an understanding of what addresses and net blocks they own. I mean, go to Aaron, Aaron, go use 
Fucking See if you can go, pull a domain transfer. Yeah, I mean, go use server sniff, mm-hmm. right? Or go use Klees or go use Robex or go use, um, you know, any of the domain tools type stuff and get a dossier on it, right? Get an understanding of what addresses that they have, what addresses that they own, what AS numbers they're part of, what other domains that they own. Right. If those are outside of those same ranges, what are the ranges that they own? And start to build a logical profile on, you know, who this company is, what they own, and what their footprint really is versus, uh, yeah, go hack dot thirty eight, thirty nine, and forty. You know, and then looking at that well, environment. Okay, and again, I, I agree with you. However, uh, most bigger companies, IBM or you know, all these guys that a lot of people get pen tests done from. Yeah, they scope things as a we're going to give you five IPs. And you're going to go do this with five IPs. They don't scope in time for true recon work or true actual, like, fucking hammer on a system. They just go, all right, you got eight hours to hack these four IPs. Go. But I don't agree that. I don't You don't think they do that? I absolutely don't. Okay. The only reason I say that is because how much does a five IP address pen test cost from IBM? I have no idea. I have to call them and ask them. I mean, what do you think? You work there. Uh, yeah, I worked there fucking, how long ago? Eight years ago? Okay, eight years ago. Eight years ago. I think we charged fucking 500 an IP or 600 an IP. It was, it was something along. No, it was it was uh, six hours per IP, I think, is what we were billing. Okay, so six hours per IP to have pen testers. And they would usually bill you at about between 150 and 250, maybe 300 sometimes, depending on the client. Okay, so it's seven grand? Yeah. Maybe ten, seven to ten grand. And for seven to ten grand of people running, you know, fast track mm-hmm. and like using tools, they don't have enough time to go do proper intel gathering. Again, this goes back to the whole they're not being taught that in I, the first place. I know. <laughs> we so, can get a loop on this. Well, then, all right. So, so then let's talk about what proper intel gathering is. All right. Um, I, I would say to start, you know, first getting an understanding of what they own, how they own it, who owns it, and who admins it, mm-hmm. right? So going through the whole DNS, attack the DNS servers, figure out, you know, can you can you use shit like Arsnake's Fierce PL? You know, can can you I go through and, yeah, go through brute force, you, you know, brute force box names in DNS. If you can't do a zone transfer, if you do a zone transfer, great, party on. You have a whole shit ton of boxes you can now, you know, know that are alive and addressable and perform well, some type of function. You know they, usually, unless, yeah, unless DNS they just is way out of updated date. it, yeah. Um, so then you at least have some profile. You have an idea of going out to the other external resources to say, <clears throat> look, I can get, you know, your your AS numbers that, you know, you're part of. I can go get the domains that you own. I can go get an understanding of all those net blocks and track that. Right. And then start taking a look at, you know, where else the fusion is, right? So maybe we get past the general net blocks and you get to a point of trying to identify who's in that organization to help build your user list so that when you find a service, you know what can be brute forced and what users have what privileges. So you got to start looking at, you know, some of the people in the organization. Right. You know, all right, fine. So we're going to start looking at the people in the organization. What are we going to use to do that? Right. Ba- basic things, right? Use something like Harvester, right, to go out and get email addresses, you yeah. know. And and well, I mean, if you want to go more basic than that, Google. Yeah, right. Google for the company name and sysadmin or whatever, right? You know, so so we can we can use some of those automated things if you want to parse Google results, 
right? You can use Maltigo and parse a whole bunch <clears> of results. <throat> well, it's the same thing. Well, although, you know what? I, I can say that I regularly have, like, if you use Harvester mm-hmm. versus Maltigo, especially on, like, email addresses, I find that Harvester will find 80 to 90% more than Maltigo ever will with any of the transforms, unless you write your own custom transforms. Uh, a harvester's really good, especially at parsing Google results, and that's where it gets a lot of stuff from. Whereas Maltigo does the, you know, does the look for you know public key, mm-hmm. try and get you know PGP, try and get you know what other areas that they may do, and then you know Harvester does a lot more on the you know looking through all of the different Google results as well as all of those other areas, and and you know. You find 90 to 100 email addresses, right? Mm-hmm. Store those away. Get an understanding of what their user context is, how their syntax is built for their usernames. You'll probably get, you know, administrators and know, you know, oh, this is an admin account or something like that. Or, you know, some people even do, you know, whatever their username is, dash A is their administrator account versus the regular one without, isn't right. You know, and then you also have a whole list of stuff that you can send client side to and browser side and phishing attacks and all that, you know. So so now you're starting to build the profile that way. And then, you know, you can confirm some of those people's stuff by going and doing some general intel gathering on those people, right? Use Spock or Spoke or one of those to get an understanding of, you know, here's the person's name, what do they do, where mm-hmm. are they from, you know, to your point of looking in the web app, right? Like if I need to reset their password and I know that they're from <laughs> Arkansas and it says, right. where are you from? Right, I can reset the password, you know. Where so, you, or, or you know, you even get that. Where were you born? Well, you may have been born where they fucking still live. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so, so you're building this Intel profile, and you still haven't really attacked anything, unless you know maybe you attack the DNS server. But for the most part, a zone transfer isn't really an attack. No, it's, it's supposed to do it. Yeah, you know, you it should be a little restricted. You AXFR to it. Well, <laughs> it should yeah, be a little restricted, but it yeah, be it's not really an attack. But you're you're trying to do something that is within the parameters of how the function of the service is built, right? So, you know, we now have an idea of what their net blocks look like, how they interrelate, the names of those boxes. You know, you have a general idea of their function from their names sometimes. Other times people are just naming after like Star Wars shit or whatever else, right? Star you Trek. have an idea, yeah, Star Trek. You have an idea of the people. You know, you can go in, dig into those people, look at their. You know, LinkedIn's awesome for that, mm-hmm. right? Go into LinkedIn, type the company name in the company name field, or, or and you know, company go. name and city. Yeah, right. Uh, reminds me of breaking into that mm-hmm. data center. Um, but you know, you type in the uh, the company name, get all the results, show them how much information is out there. You know, you got to show the clients like, look, these people are interesting for attack. Right. And then if you find one that's really interesting, like, you know, I'm the senior network administrator or patching administrator, you know, whatever, server guy or whatever else, dig into them a little further. You know, start seeing where they may leak information. I mean, I can I can tell you right now, I've I've found more problems and more code out there from web apps by doing it this way than I have ever by attacking the application by itself. Yeah, because the guy's like, hey, I'm not sure why this is. You know, the lead developer sends out an email yeah. to some forum. I'm not sure what's going on here. I give you this error. Here's my code. Right, and you know, now your code's out on the internet. Now, now, oh, well, you're doing a pen test. Well, yeah, I just found sensitive data. <clears throat> 
while I'm testing your network. Right. So you're building this, you know, use case of not only why they have to start restricting some communications, but also showing them how much is really out there just by saying, I know your company name. And if I start digging in, I know every address that you own. I know which one's live, which isn't live. I know all the naming conventions. I know the internal users that you have. I know who that they talk to, when did they talk to. I mean, some of the transforms for Multigo just around Twitter are awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see it, it's, it's really funny, right? On the Multigo site when they talk about uh, when Roloff wrote up the, the new Twitter, Twitter transforms he did it all on Chris Gates it's hysterical so like you look in and you see Gates's Twitter account and all the people that he talks to on a regular basis mm-hmm. and then running transforms from some of them which actually it's between him and JJ and then he does a whole transform thing on JJ and then shows interconnected which one of those people know each other. So you're, you're now building these routes for attack of some of the most common people in the enterprise. You can also start looking through things like Twitter and what posts that they're making when they go, oh, hey, you know, I'm, I'm in this bar right now. Great. You know, you can show the client that, you know, I don't even need to hack your network. All I need to do is know that your SA is in this bar yeah. and go take their laptop and I will have just access. Yeah, actually, there was there was a a job that was done by a friend of mine, and he was telling me how you know the the way they got into the client's facility. Yep. was because they ran into a guy at the hotel they were staying at, mm-hmm. and they made friends with him the night before, <laughs> and they actually got him to carpool. You're kidding? No, they're like, hey man, aren't you going to X Y Z place this morning? He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, can we catch a ride? No way. And the guy was so like cool He's from like, the night yeah, before. He's like, cool. sure, man, no problem. See, I mean, because it- you know, the night before they found out who he was, and they're like, "Oh, this might work." So they present right. himself as from the client as well. Like, "Oh yeah, I had to fly in from blah 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 for this stupid fucking meeting." That's brilliant, and, right? I mean, that's know, like that's how an attack works. Well, yeah. Well, and, and not of that. I mean, how many times have you, have you heard of like business intel gathering occurring because somebody opened their mouth up at a hotel bar oh, too much? Yeah, always. I mean, oh, I mean, how many times have you and I sat at a hotel bar and ourselves. listened in or done it ourselves, right? Of, that's of, why you have business meetings in strip clubs. Dude, no one's paying attention to what you say. That's, that's, you're damn right. And if it's, someone is, they stand out because they're not looking at the tits, they're looking at you. <laughs> like when, you've well, got, when you've got a guy like 45 years old and he's staring at Nickerson dirty. from across the room and their eyes lock. He just wants <laughs> he just wants access to Lizzie. Uh, uh, he's using me as a gateway drug. <laughs> but, wow. Dude, well speaking <laughs> speaking of that same thing, did did you hear last night when I was telling people about uh uh the dude from the VAR that wanted to buy Lars? I think you had mentioned it. So Eddie and I and Stacy <clears throat> and uh Tony are out mm. drinking it on the border. Yeah. And this VAR shows up because they want to, you know, get more business from Eddie's company. Okay. And as as they're there and they're doing this, like, you know, salesy, oh, you guys mm. should implement mm. blah, 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 and this I product and this product. That I really want to suck. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, it's wow, it's you know. It's sales pitch, sales pitch, sales pitch. What's in your pants? Let me play with that. You know, like. Um, I'll tickle your balls for a sale of McAfee. <laughs> God, it's only $100 million. So, so as uh, as all of this is going on, um, his boss, who's like brass of the company, comes in, hmm. and as this you know brass type guy comes in, he's like talking to Eddie, and he's like, "Man, I heard that you're really scary, and you're a hacker, and you do this, and you do that, and blah, blah." And Eddie's, you know, he is he's just kind of yeah, laughing, whatever. like downplaying yeah. his abilities, even though he's a badass. And so he's like talking, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, whatever," and you know. 
Chris with some of this stuff too. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. And so he's going on a little bit more and then he kind of goes back onto the sales thing and Eddie's laptop's out and he kind of looks at me and you can see him start to like type around. Mm-hmm. And he goes to the guy, he's like, do you still live on that, on that place on the corner 16th street? And he's like, yeah, I do. And, and you know, they start talking a little bit more and he's like, wait a second, huh? And like, he's like, how, how did you know? He's like, oh yeah, you used to live out here at this, you know, 3158 address, but now you live at the 16th right. address, right? And the guy's like starting to kind of freak out about it. And he goes, he goes, how's your dog doing? He's like, what? <laughs> and he goes, he goes, yeah, I know he was sick last week, but I mean, how's it going now? You know, like, is he good? And everything. And the dude's like now kind of spooked out and, and you know, he, he, right. he's like, oh my God, you're the best hacker of the world. You know, like. And he's not even hacking. Right. Well, but he's, but but yeah. to that same point of intel gathering, right? Like right. it does make you better. No. Than you know than other people that are doing it. But so he's going through this. I don't know how the fuck this happened, but I start like talking to him, and in the middle of talking to him, he gives me his online banking username and password. Okay. I, I have no idea. I don't know if I just pulled some fucking weird subliminal shit. We were talking about online banking and he was kind of get fired and he wasn't like, if he if he was drunk by then, he's like the biggest lightweight ever. Right. Because he had like a couple shots and a couple drinks and we've been drinking like for hours there. And uh, yeah, and I'm screwing with him and I'm like, yeah, and we're talking about password strength and he's like, oh, he's like, you know, well, you know, my, my password's uh, blah, 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 but my username's this and that and, and I look at him and I'm like, my jaw is just open. I'm just staring at him and he goes, whoa man fucking how did you do that and i was like how did i do what and he's like he's like i just fucking gave you my username and password to online banking like i'm an idiot and i'm like yeah Yeah. you are that's ridiculous you actually just did that and then he's just sort of sitting there and and you see him like kind of looking around for a second eddie's like chris what was that and i repeat it to him because i was paying attention Mm -hmm. and eddie you hear him and he goes, he goes, oh, damn. And the guy's like, oh, my God, are you in my fucking bank account? And he's just, he's freaking out. And then he, like, kind of gets up for a second, and he's looking at us. And he's like, oh, I got to go, my, you know, my wife, and blah, 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 and, and, and I'm out. And he just, he, like, within a period of a minute, he just bounced. Right. So, uh, apparently, the next morning, they were to have an executive discussion about purchasing us. Right. And he recants this whole story and tells the rest of the executive staff that he gave me the username and password to his online bank account. He's like, these guys are really good, man. I, g- I gave him my freaking online bank account. I don't even know why. <laughs> but, dude, it was unbelievable. I was just like, what What just happened? Why would you admit that? I just don't get it. <laughs> I mean, at least you realize you did it. Well, yeah, it was... So, anyway, I try to log in and see if it's the sole same password. <laughs> oh, God. I, back, back to Intel <sighs> stuff. So... You know, as you get an idea of what the infrastructure looks like, mm-hmm. you need to get an idea of what the people look like and who's in the organization and what role that they play and how much leakage may or may not come out. And And once you do that properly and effectively, I mean, you can go look at things. You know, Gates gives a bunch of speeches on OSINT and, and looking right. at how to do it in a methodical method and, and, and or methodical manner and, and being able to understand what tools that you can use as well as how, as a human, you can interpret human results. Right. You know, the tools won't do all of this stuff for you it may aggregate some of the data but you got to read and a lot of people you know back to the same yeah. pen testing situation a lot of people don't fucking read and then they wonder why they're running exploits that are for windows against unix box well because they didn't read right. you know and they didn't do proper intel gathering and, and you know when when you get down after that then you can start working through this method of 
oh, well, I don't know what this host is, and it doesn't fingerprint right. Well, you can go back to it and know that John, who's the SA for the mail server, has been posting questions about his, you know, var log. Well, right, and you're I've, like, I've, oh, I've, well, it's probably not Windows. Yeah, or I've, I've actually seen admins post like, hey, you know, do you think I should patch this? Should I apply this Microsoft patch? To my server for that does this, this, right. and this. Exactly. Seen that shit. And then you get yoked through it, and it's like, no way, man, it fucked up my shit. Da, da, da. And you get like four or five people like or that. people are like, at oh, the very what bottom, version are you like, on? You know? at, the last, at the last one, it's like, it's the, it's the admin again. He's like, yeah, guys, thanks a lot for the help, man. Fuck that patch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Know that that's not on there. Yeah, I mean. You know, it's funny. We talk, um, Those uh, are easy you, ways you were, in. You were talking about the, uh, the bar thing. Yeah. And this past week, we were in Florida. We're hanging out in the, uh, the first night. Well, I landed Sunday, so Monday night. Yeah, sitting there and I'm talking to some, some people I work with, and this guy walks up and he's he's probably I don't know 50 years old, whatever. Hanging out, and he walks up and he looks at me. and He goes, you "See, we sit at the table and he been listening to our conversation. We weren't being specific about a client; we we're just talking right. about general shit." And he's like, "So, what do you guys do?" And one of the guys is like, "Oh, you know, we were we're security guys and." He's like, oh, right. so like ADT and, and, you know, alarm systems? I'm like, no, no, security consultants for, like, computers. He's like, oh. Okay, well, uh, what, what are you guys doing out here? I'm like, we're working. He's, I'm like, what are you doing out here? He's like, oh, I'm a, what, he was like a satellite guy. He does some sort of routing with satellites and uh, networking okay. with satellites or whatever. Or no, not GPI, like, like communication type stuff. Oh, okay. Stuff. And I was like, oh, that's cool, which... There, you know, the area of Florida we're in, there's there's enough government stuff around there that, you know, chances are he's doing government work. So he starts going, well, who's your client? <laughs> yeah, look at him. Like, yeah, they're, you know, they're out uh, here. Excuse me. He's like, well, I mean, I'm just really curious what client would actually hire a group like that. I'm like, lots of companies lots do that all the time. Right. So he kind of gets frustrated after about five minutes of asking questions. Everybody's just like, yeah, go pound sand. Yeah. See you later, buddy. Um, he walks inside. Well, the next night... Um, I walk outside to smoke a cigarette, and there he is sitting at the you know sitting outside the hotel bar, and he's mm. like, "So I mean, I've been thinking about it. And I say you're here for Lexus Nexus, and I can say that because that's not the client, but <laughs> and I just looked at him and went, "Well, you know, there's only a few companies out here big enough to pay for us," and he just kind of looked at me for a minute. And I'm like, "So I'll see you," and I walk back in. See you later. To on on uh, Wednesday night. Again, walk down the hotel bar, and there's this girl there, and the guy's talking to her and just shoot, you know, shooting shit with her, and they're mm-hmm. talking. Well, I walk down with one of the one of the guys I work with, and we're sitting there having a bar at the uh, drink at the other end of the bar. And the guy, <laughs> we're having a bar at the end of our drink. Yeah, you know, uh, don't you? Um, so he he sees us sit down, and and he doesn't talk directly to us. He just starts talking loud enough for us to hear him. Yeah, louder to her. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I've been trying to figure out who these guys are here for. You know, and I, I, I think it's you know X Y Z company. I think it's Lexus Nexus. I think it's these. Yeah, he kept focusing on Lexus Nexus. Right. And the girl pipes up and she goes, "Well, I work for ABC company, and I know it's not. I know it's. I know they're not here for us because because I'm in IT and they respect me and I would know it. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny part was she says ABC company and that's the client name. No way. And I'm just like, and, and no my coworker way. and I posted. They're going. Yeah, straight face, straight face, yeah. straight face. <laughs> you're, you're sitting there scribbling on the paper, they don't respect you, and just holding it above your head. Yeah, no kidding, huh? 
So we sat there for a couple of minutes, and I looked at my coworker. I'm like, dude, I gotta go outside. I can't do this anymore. Oh god, that's so awesome. But yeah, I was like, oh, we work for ABC Company, and, and I I would know if they were there because I'm in IT and they respect me there. <laughs> yeah, dude, it it really it's uh, that that's a perfect highlight into how information gets disseminated that gets people compromised. Mm-hmm. And and it's not always the port that's open to the internet. It's the mouth that's open to the internet. It's the fucking keys that are pressed on somebody's fucking iPhone that allows them to Twitter something they shouldn't have. <laughs> um, you know, I... It's the link from Foursquare to Twitter to Facebook to MySpace that posts everything, you know, that... Everything, everything on every fucking social network yeah. ever... Yeah. Because you're so concerned, because you're a security professional, you're so concerned about everybody else knowing about your totally insignificant fucking life, that you have to tell everyone what you're constantly doing, because if you don't, you will be pushed off the face of the map, because not only are you totally fucking uninteresting, but there's no reason for people to really follow you. You're just clamoring about nothing, and people follow it because they have absolutely nothing else to do. Right. So they need to live vicariously through you to be like, oh, motherfuckers at dinner. Wish I was at dinner. I wish I just oh, took a Oh, you watch them? Yeah, I wish <laughs> I took a fucking dump while I was drinking coffee. You know, like, yeah, fuck yeah, I Twitter. I Twitter dumb shit, too. I was like, saw Zombieland. It was fucking awesome. You should that go see it. That was an awesome movie. Dude, that movie, <laughs> that movie Land was fucking ass. great. I mean... What was the top four rules? <laughs> Cardio, buckle your seatbelt, <laughs> dude. Um, check check bath check bathrooms. Check the bathrooms. Check the back seat. Yeah, check the back seat. Those are the top four. Yeah, that, that was, was a fucking uh, awesome movie. Oh, so good. But you know, so uh, I've I, this brings me to a topic that that I I'm I have a speech on now. I've I've now put together all of the pieces of it, and I have Zombieland examples from this or? Zombieland. Okay. Um, no, the the intel gathering gotcha. and information leakage stuff. Um, on information leakage through social networks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people have talked about that. Yeah. But, but they've talked about it from a tactical sense of like, hey, look, if you look for these types of things, you'll find them on social networks. Mm-hmm. I, I think that it now needs to be looked at as a responsibility of not only the company that's hiring consultants, right. but the company when monitoring your own employees – so, so you know, I'm a consulting company, and I have an engineer working on a job, right? I know where this is going. I I need to <laughs> I need to keep track of what my engineers, if they're gonna be the little fucking hey, look at me, I'm really cool, social security guy, you know, social security. Exactly. Guy. That's that's like, their new that, name is, is the, the social term? security guy or girl. Trademark. Trademark. <laughs> El. You gotta pay us fourteen cents every time you use it. But that's cool. We'll take the payments and, you know, hardware um, or sponsorship info. Sponsorship. Yeah. Sponsorship. <laughs> Sponsored to you by using the word social security. <laughs> social security engineer. <laughs> yep. So, so I, and that's perfect, right? Because most of those people think that they're good social engineers. So that's just even better that they are a social security engineer. Because <laughs> um, it just means that they're decrepit. They have no idea what the fuck they're talking about because they're probably like all messed up and you know Alzheimer's like just randomly blurting shit out that doesn't make any sense which most of those people fucking do on a regular basis uh, wow so <laughs> tell us how you really feel yeah <laughs> fuck whatever I don't care um, so you know you get into a contract 
you hire a consultant. Mm -hmm. Let's call the consultant IBM, <laughs> right? Now, I, I challenge any of you to go out and see if IBM's doing this. They aren't. I know they're not. No, because if they, if well, if they weren't, first off, they wouldn't have things like laptops stolen out of trunks of cars. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't have USB keys stolen out of hotel rooms. My favorite part is looking those things up, and and you see somebody Twitter like, "Fuck, my laptop just got stolen. IBM's gonna be pissed." Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> wow, I know what pawn shops to go to tomorrow. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, you want client data? I'll get it. But so if if you're a company, you're hiring consultants. I, I would urge you not only to make a full on an open, honest disclosure to say, if you're coming to work for us, the engineers that are coming to work for us need to one, disclose all of their personal and professional communication and social communication accounts. They have to. Because when you do that, you know what? Hey, if, if I'm in a monitor shit, mm -hmm. you're working for me. You have access to sensitive data. Right. If you're going to be telling someone, you know, you're going to be four squaring out the private location of a data center that's unpublished, you're a fucking idiot. And the reason that you don't do that is because guess what? The world is watching. That's why you posted it out there, because you wanted the world to see how cool you are. Right. But, you know, you do that and you're putting the company at a significant level of risk. They've kept that information private for a reason. And now, just because you want to show people, you attach, hey, guess where I'm at? And you check in at the client's name at their undisclosed location, and you've now just caused an, a security breach. Mm -hmm. Whether you work for that company or you work at a consulting company or whatever relationship you have, you've disclosed information. Then you start and you work on, you know, they're, they're working on projects for you. So they're working on very complex projects where, yeah, you're going to give them an attaboy because they did a good job. But that's not enough. Because the social security engineer needs to have their fucking little ass coddled and be constantly babied by the world to say good job because they were probably one of these fucking millennial generations that they came in seventh place and they still got a trophy so they could feel like they're fucking important. I was going to say because their daddy didn't hug them enough, but... I, I leave the daddy issue stuff up to you. So, <laughs> I know how you treat strippers. Hey! That wasn't called for at all. Yes, it was. No, that was not. Bullshit. You've treated strippers way worse than I ever so, have. So, but still, <laughs> I recall a story from last night of you. That wasn't me that did that. The finger thing? No, I'm not talking about the dollar in someone's ass by shoving your pinky in it. Because that I'm wasn't me. What? That has nothing to do with the daddy issues unless you got the old fucking. Well, she kept the dollar. See? <laughs> She's frugal. Maybe she's... <laughs> <laughs> she's saving for college. She's saving for medical school still. She's, she's in her fifth... One dollar semester. A time. <laughs> but, but you did happen to tell me a story about someone Just sitting on one, your lap. Yeah, where I... Well, she wouldn't go away. She wouldn't get a... She wouldn't take a fucking hand. And what did hand. you say? When she finally told me... She, well, she was doing that. She was trying to social engineer me. Right. To get in the back room. She's like, I, just, I really feel this connection with you. I really feel this connection with you. And right after she got back from being on stage, which I didn't even bother to tell her to come back, she just came back on her own. She just sat down my lap. She's like, I really want to talk to you some more. But, you know, I mean, unless you take me in the back room, I have to keep getting up and going on stage. And it's going to be distracting. And if you go in the back room, you can talk for like an hour and a half. And I really feel this connection with you. I'd love to talk to you more. And she's like, it's like you feel a connection because I'm your real daddy. Oh. Uh, that's why and you deal with the daddy issues. There was a look of, like, I just ran over her puppy and... <laughs> <laughs> Ran over a puppy, fucked her in the ass, and like you know, chopped off her. <laughs> Bought a bunch of drinks, mom's stuck head her with and, the bill. <laughs> yeah, and then she ran. But you know, case in point, it worked. 
She but, went away. You know, so, dude. <laughs> but she didn't leak any information. You just assumed that one. Well, I don't know if she was leaking or not. I didn't ask. Uh, check your legs. Well, I was dry when she got up. That's good. So. <laughs> so. Wow. Back, we went way, yeah, way <laughs> down the tube. But that's all right. That's how it, how it happens. For all of you who don't like it, it's tough. <laughs> it's, it's our time. Coming back up the rabbit hole. <laughs> but. You know, so uh, I think it really is, you know, the speech I'm going to do is how it's a responsibility to, to actually check some of these things, to find if data is leaking out, and if you're actually paying your consultants to get you hacked. Because well, yeah. well, while I agree that it's important that customers are mm-hmm. doing this type of thing, at the same time, I think demanding things like personal social networking things, it, yeah, it's, I, mean, I think it's almost too extreme. While, while it would be nice... That, you know, if I personally felt comfortable enough to give out my fucking Facebook account to my client, which I don't, <laughs> I mean, there's just too much shit on there. Okay. That, but but at the same time, I do think customers should absolutely require in the contract, you do not do this, 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 and this on social networks. Well, but how do you <clears throat> how do you require that without having a system in place to Oh, come it? on. You, you, how many of our clients have Googled our names and found shit? Yeah, well, we make it easy. Well, I know, but... It's usually not that hard. Well, then fine. How about instead of necessarily forcing them to give it to you, you have the right within the contract to monitor any of their social networks inside on their own network. If you're like like if you're logging into Facebook while you're at the client site, blanket open sentence. I have the right as the customer to monitor anything you're saying publicly. Keep it that way. Okay. I mean, is that fair? Yeah, it's fair. They I mean, to, like they have to find you first. Like Twitter. So. Well, well okay, know. fine. So you by, know, the first by, part by of the not locking that, but by locking not by not locking that shit down, you're open, you're leaving that open anyway. You well, don't even need I a goddamn agree. contract. But for them to say yes, we're gonna, you know, from number one, they don't do it to their own cust, they don't do it to their employees first. But they should. They should, but they don't. I I understand, but part of my I mean, point in this I, is I that it's only not so necessarily much. just for a consultant. This is things a company should do on their own for themselves. Right. I mean, but at the same time, so, okay, I create a second Facebook account, and that's the one I give to my customers with nothing on it. Fine. But if they can find you talking publicly about it, you should have your ass handed to you. Okay. You like Twittering yourself out of a job at Cisco? Like Twittering yourself out of a job at fucking Laurie's. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, yeah, that guy. Uh, I mean, you know, it it doesn't matter. Like, anywhere. I mean, I think that... That it's a huge issue that people don't pay attention to that while they might have policies and procedures and whatever else, and they may be eating fucking baked glazed potato chips, kicking back, what you gotta you gotta have an understanding of what is leaking out. And they have all of this, you know, stupid DLP everything else solutions. Why aren't they checking some of these networks where the information's leaking out all over the place? You know, I mean why don't you use shit like, you know, Delchi, right? Delchi wrote the cage so mm-hmm. that you could archive Twitter stuff. Yeah. You know, Google Alerts. Fine. Go take a Google Alert, type in your company name and the person's full name. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to make it anything advanced, but at least make it so if there's an egregious offense right. on data of yours that's private getting out to the public, you at least have some view of it and you're not being ignorant to the fact that it's happening. Well, I, th- I, that's, I, that's, I guess that's my point, right? Is, is ways to not be ignorant to the fact that it's happening and actually do something due diligence around no, I get, protecting I, it. I get what you're saying. But, I mean, how many companies even consider informational leakage as big of a problem as, they, as, as it really is? I mean, 
Or or they're like, well, you know, I know we have information leakage, people, but we have a how DLP. How many companies consider patching? I know. I mean, it's most, the same thing, right? Like, I started getting that part done. Well, they're starting to, but that's because people have been talking about it for so long, and I think people need to start talking about. It only took fifteen years. This type of <laughs> yeah, right. But I, I I think that people need to start talking more about companies' responsibilities around social networks because it it's ridiculous to see how much shit goes out. I would be curious what the legal department would say if like a big company when they try to do that. It's their data. No, I I I, I right? would agree. However, I mean, from a legal I don't know, standpoint. Let's call <laughs> Call up your client. <laughs> Bet their legal team would have something to say because oh, I know sure they take they people would. down hard yeah. when that happens, if they work there or not, mm-hmm. and they bury them. Well, I agree with what you're saying. I, at the same time, I think a company needs to focus more on their own staff and figure out how to solve it with their own staff before they even begin to try and consider how to handle third parties. Sure, uh, I, I, I can agree with that, but by the same token, if everyone had that same mentality, they really wouldn't have to because the third party would take care of their consultants. Right. Right? So, I mean, that's... There you go. That's what I'm saying, right? Like, like it's it's responsibility across the board. It's yeah. not saying, I have to check on you or you have to check on me. It's people, when conducting things that are dealing with other people's relative yeah. sensitive information, right now need we, to have something around but that. But right now, you and I, I mean, we've tried it. We can't even get most most clients to admit they should make a policy about social networks or no, even I, have I know. social networks in their policy. And and this is just another thing and that while, highlights that. Well, I understand that. Like uh, you know, there, there's the argument of like, well, I mean, we can block it on our network, but that doesn't stop them from using their phone or going home and doing it, or you know, right. SSH tunneling out to their house or some server or whatever. I mean, there's ways around it. Speaking of which, when you SSH tunnel, mm-hmm. um, all of your traffic, Eric and I, we weren't really sure how it was actually happening it was still doing the dns wouldn't, but, it, wouldn't it just shovel that off over uh, that's what i thought because we boarded everything right dns was still being looked up by dns servers oh huh. so like so <laughs> you could get to a forbidden site but they knew you searched for a forbidden site yeah but but dns would resolve it for you <laughs> all right <laughs> but um yeah I, I just I just think that people need to be really aware of that stuff because I've come into a lot of situations, and especially recently, um, where I've seen if, – if you go out this, this individually, weekend. yeah, if you go out individually and you look for client names, like go search Twitter and search Foursquare and search you know, MySpace and Facebook mm-hmm. and all of these social network sites, right? Go search for specific client names. And I can guarantee you in the first five minutes, you will find sensitive data. Guarantee you will find sensitive data in the first five minutes. That, to me, means it's so pervasive a problem that well, somebody's got to start fucking talking about it. Keep in mind it's sensitive. Like, you can find sensitive data. I wouldn't say you're going to find trade secrets to the fucking company all over the place necessarily, right? but in every case. An unpublished data center? I agree. I'm not saying... <laughs> Just saying, it's not gonna be like what consulting company is I, working I, well, for you on this project. That's not. That's I, no, not I, really I, critical. No, that's stuff. sensitive. Okay, it's sensitive. I wouldn't call it like keys of the fucking kingdom necessarily. Well, now yeah, it's not your fucking source enough, code, but it enough, probably will be enough little things together, and you could make it into a giant key to the kingdom, right? right? Like you know, hey, this person works at this city at this location at this time where I'm going. And they use this and rental I found car. Her Twitter page, and she's gonna be at the races tomorrow. And they like eating cupcakes at this place and cookies here, and, and yeah. They and enjoy this shit every day at eleven. Yep, <laughs> and is always twittering during it. Yes, and she real and and every once in a while posts it to get a picture to, of it floating. Get, get a picture pe- of the floater. Peepmypoo.com. 
checkthelength.net. <laughs> uh, that's definitely critical information. <laughs> like, damn, that last one, that old tri- then you that can use triple that ringer that you put in? Woo-hoo. Then you can use that information to social engineer your way into the site to talk to her about your new herbal remedy that you sell. <laughs> oh, dude, how to, how to increase girth. Oh. oh. That was like that one. Uh, Extends. Do you remember the, oh, God. Do you remember the. Um, <laughs> the rope. The herbal cleanse guy. Who was like doing infomercials for a while, yeah. and it was like, he was like, "You have no idea." He's like, and he was he was talking about like his kids' poop. He was like, he was like, "It's huge, it's massive," part, and and he's like, and he's like, and, I, and my 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 body and my health is all the way back to natural now, and I take I take giant dumps, and he's and like, "Body's back to natural." Yeah, because because he, this herbal cleaning formula just totally cleaned him out, and now he like really hammers down on the porcelain, opposed to just touching it quickly. Um. So, and then he got cancer. Yeah. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of total shit, I just think it's total shit that consultants feel that they can post these things out to the web just so they could get some type of fucking kudos or they can <clears throat> check in at some fucking Foursquare type site to show other people how cool they are because they're working at a certain place. Like, I, I, I think that that is such a problem in our industry. That that so many people are in it for like, I, dude. Ten years ago, if you were like, yeah, can you can you imagine just a day when security is going to be all about fame and glory and being like a rock star? And I'm like looking at my terminal, going, what? Like, I, I can't even download this porn picture fast yeah, enough. Yeah, like I've <laughs> I already let two go, and I'm down to the fucking bottom of her chin, and it's like <laughs> going, you know, one pixel at a time. It, you know, it, it's just. I think this entire, like, just bullshit around the security hacker world has just got to stop. It's like, it's it's your fifth grade, right? Like, it's the amplified, security <laughs> is like the, is the amplified fifth grade. fifth grade. It's like the, it's like the, the loud ass annoying fifth graders There's, that all like only congregate together to see like who's louder and cooler. in fifth grade class. Yeah. And, and I don't understand why. The security community as a whole, I mean, back to the sector thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand why the people who are running stuff don't go, you're an idiot. You can't come back until you learn that you're not supposed to do shit like that. Slap your hand. Yeah, but you know what I mean? No, there's, I, I there isn't a lot of... <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Um, there's not a lot of security justice. and we need more security justice this podcast podcast. brought to you by security justice this is sponsored by security justice we interrupt this program to bring you a special broadcast security justice broadcasting from ohio security justice showing you how to protect your files security justice best podcast you will find security justice will blow your fucking mind we now return to our regularly scheduled program you have to listen to them sponsored by security justice and social and social security and engineers. social security engineers but they're trademark. mutually exclusive so um <laughs> sorry trademark no yeah trade trademark trademark, trademark tm copyright poop yeah um <laughs> I don't know. So I, I just I, I I wanted to make sure to get that out there because I think that it's a it's a huge disservice that not only we're doing to ourselves, but the security community I think as a whole 
regularly makes themselves look like idiots and no one calls them on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like the, hey, I just wrote this dope-ass code at Google because I work at Google. Check this out. You just leak source code. And and you're just, fucked hard. And, you know, like, and they just put it in the production for Android or, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, like, dude, look at this. Somebody picked up my code that was on SourceForge, and now that they're integrating it into this tool. Like, awesome. I've been fuzzing that for the last three months. I totally know how to fuck this up now. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I mean, even when we were doing some of the intel gathering on some other organizations, you know, you'll find developers. Developers are the best people to follow, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, the interweb ends up becoming parts of, you know, some of them, like, it becomes their life, and now the only way that they can actually interact and get their hug and seventh place trophy from people is by, like, putting the code out there and be like, dude, look at how dope this code is. Meanwhile, you know that they're the senior developer, and you know that crazy that this particular project is the exact thing that they work on at work. I I use, let's be fair, I use Foursquare so I can get the little badges. That's what I'm all about. You like the badge? It's the badge. V-A-D-G. V-B-V-A. I do like the badge, but... Do you really four square four four square doesn't. I'm on there. I do right. it when I'm like running around bars. Ah, well, that's cool. But I mean, it's also like a really interesting thing to like look up what's around. Like, like when I was in Florida, like I have no fucking clue what's around here. So, like, <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm I'm looking up my you know what's around me type thing. And or there's, like there's you know plenty. where people recommend like get a yeah. roast beef sandwich here. Yeah. Or like don't eat the fish; it's fucked up. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that, but it, but you know, as long as it's not like, hey, checked in at this client and here's all their source code. Click here, no, you know. No, fucking, yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, you know? Checking in the client. Here's their address. And by the way, the tip is password is, yeah, Shmagma. I think, <laughs> yeah, oh God, or like, <laughs> like you know, you Twitter, ha ha ha, just walked in the front door without the client checking my badge, blank client name pound fail. You know, like, do you fail? You dumb bastard you should be pulled outside and shot in the face <laughs> well mainly because he said the client name Ugh, I, I don't know I, I just don't i don't get why why there's such a vanity around the security world dude we're a bunch of fucking nerds who find holes and try that, and communicate risk to people what that's the f- why what we're all socially awkward we have no idea what to do hence why we use social networks because <sighs> then i just have to click a button to make a friend instead of actually no, talk to them i don't <laughs> I'm done. I'm <laughs> Seriously, done. you can make Click all kinds make of friends. friends on MySpace or Facebook that's by the, clicking a fucking oh, button. Uh, uh, oh, who does that commercial? What? The commercial where they're like, they're Secret like, they're looking meetings? at somebody, and somebody looks back at them and smiles, and it's like, friend request accepted. Oh yeah, no, it's such you know, an awesome. It's like little bubbles pop yeah, up, and, and then there's like somebody else, and they like say something messed up to somebody, and then they're like a real asshole is, to them, and they're all like, like deny. I want to say it's from like one of the smartphones or something. I think that so. It has think, a lot of social yeah, like networking Palm stuff. Or, or no, Palm's got their own like crazy psycho bitch talking like. Right. I've always <laughs> like wanted sprint. to do like blah blah blah. I always she, wanted to do LSD while I was on a plane, be able to tap my face. Right. Woo! Look at my palm. It's in Japanese. Anyway, hey, dude, you cannot talk like that. You are huge in Japan. I've seen both the articles. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> and, and you know what? In those articles, I'm not called a sidekick of fucking Lupacomi. Ah, dude. So at least I have articles out there that, you know, I'm not a sidekick. Hey, I'm not talking about that. That's, that's, <laughs> this is a security podcast, man. You got to talk uh, about security stuff. Because once right. we start I'm going sorry. to this personal shit. When we start, when we start just randomly battling. Just randomly talking about stuff. That's when, that's when electronic liability is hit and miss at best. That's a hit and miss. Now we're done. Yeah. We don't deal with rejection well. No, I'm mean, Actually, I, I deal with I rejection really well. I, someone goes, hey, your podcast sucks. And I'm like, 
good fuck you don't listen and they're all uh uh podcast like yeah that's cool (laughs) it's fucking didn't do it for you yeah (laughs) what was it i was telling you earlier (laughs) like like i have to make everybody fucking happy on the internet god damn i can't make myself happy (laughs) (laughs) it's so true that's yeah between between my clients and the rest of my life there's no time to make me happy (laughs) it just doesn't work no um yeah, uh, dude. Other, no, I, other I, I agree of... with you on the social networking thing in companies. I just think that it's going to be an even harder battle to fight because of. Oh, it's way uphill. Because of legal battle. Because of legal issues. Because of social, you know, outside the company issues. I mean, that that line between work and, and personal starts getting real blurred when you. When, and people will get pissy about it. But that. it's their fault. They blurred it. I understand. I, I absolutely understand what you're saying. And I'm not disagreeing with you. But. People that aren't us will whine when their company that pays them X amount of dollars a year finds out that they were talking shit about their boss or they were twittering about how, you know, so-and-so's VP is fucking his receptionist and that's why she got the job and they're throwing out... Which the, is a really you know, good way to start SEing into an organization. Well, and then, you, you know, you pull out the profile, you go, oh, look, you work for, you know, America right. Online. <laughs> right, because on your... Twitter account, it just says website. It's all AOL.com. <laughs> yeah, or, or website. Yeah, Facebook.com slash blah, blah, blah. And then you go to Facebook and you're like, oh, look, you got pictures. And that's DC. And you're in the DC office. And then so you, what executive VP is in DC? Oh, that one. Okay. He's fucking his receptionist. That's when you start calling him and going, I want $5 million. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the money. Give me your money or I'm calling exotic liability. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking and of, those guys are assholes. They'll just rip you a new one off. Uh, yeah, those guys are assholes. They'll lose half their listeners just to yell at you. <laughs> uh, speaking of fun, other security like stuff Pringles. to get you off of that. You can't listen to just one. Yeah, you listen to like three or four to get offended. Yeah, then you're like, fuck those guys. They're like, wait a second, they didn't say anything about but, this religious but, group yet. Be like, oh, it's coming next episode. <laughs> Don't you worry. I got that. It's I've been, I've been saving up. <laughs> um. Wow. All right, I'm going to get off that for a second, but I'm going to be doing a very in-depth speech on it, on all the tools that you can use to track people and trend people on social networks to relate them back to your company and leakage of information. Is that the one you're doing in China? Uh, no, the one in China, they want That's me to panel. do red Sorry. team stuff. Okay. The panel thing is at CSI and DC. Um, China, uh, ExcaliburCon, anyone who's near that area. <laughs> do you have to pull a sword out um, of stone to be able to get in? Dude, they actually have a point where you can dress up in fucking armor and fight someone and i'm going i mean <laughs> i'm gonna fight somebody in armor and i figure Can you twitter about it while you're swinging the sword i will dude because like, i just bashed in this dude's head with a mace hey listen let's talk about stereotypes and averages i'm much bigger than a chinese person it, when it comes down to the average i'm six foot and 230 and they're probably like five three and, and i'm gonna have armor on dude i'm mm. gonna weigh like 250 260 like, I'm going to just do some Andre the Giant, just fucking Godzilla, wah, and just smash oh, people. you said Andre the Giant. Did you hear that Captain Lou Albino I died? I know. Poor, poor Captain Lou. I liked him. I did, too. You remember, you remember that fucking t- cartoon they used to do for Hulk Hogan? Like, yeah. Like Hulkamania, whatever the fuck it was. And it was Saturday morning cartoons. And Captain had... Lou always did the crab on everybody, though. Yeah. Didn't he? I think so. Wasn't he the one that I did the crab? It, it's been so Wait, long. Wait, flip them over and pull their legs up? That oh this mission hold thing yeah but yeah. It, like you put it but call so. it like the old fucking fishing crab yeah, or some I think, shit I think that's what he was he dropped yeah, one in he their five hole and pulled the legs up died. poor dude old Jesse the body's probably weeping yeah I'm sure he is they were friends oh gov 
Old senator. Excuse me. Old senator, senator Jesse. Now? Yeah. <laughs> Out in fucking Congress throwing that shit down. <laughs> um, speaking yeah, of government. He died, and then, you know, the whole cartoon thing. I was like, damn. Um, the government. Do you see the whole report uh, on NASA? Which one? Um, like they can't secure their shit? There oh. was... Uh, uh, so the Government Accountability Office issued a 53-page report doing nothing but step-by-step step ripping apart the security of NASA and how bad they suck. <clears throat> and, like, dude, like, some of the stuff in it, right? Uh, laptop was stolen with 3,000 files of unencrypted international traffic and arms regulations data. Nice. Uh, wind tunnel, hypersonic wind tunnel testing information and development design information uh, for the X-51. Right, the new shuttle. Well, yeah. that, no, the X fifty one is the old shuttle, isn't it? Isn't that the one that like they scrapped? No, it's a scramjet. It's the it's the one that's I supposed the to be. The X fifty one was the one that they had tried developing back in like the late nineties or early two thousand, and ended up fucking killing the whole thing. No, this is this is the first scramjet's the first right. Mach six aircraft, right? Which they supposedly have had for you know talking yeah. conspiracy theories. This is like, the... ah, scramjet's been around forever. Yeah, this is supposed to be like X fifty one A Wave Raider. Um, is the first Mach six. Manable, huh. so they're all pressurized. Like that's why oh, they have bad. a hypersonic tunnel and all that <laughs> stuff, right? Um, so there's that. There's uh, let's see. They they showed all of this leakage of data of unencrypted data. You know, probably out to Twitter. Uh, they had um, they had a number of devices that oh. were supposed to be at C one. Wow, had no passwords on them. They still use that C. Oh, yeah, they still rainbow book shit, which is good. I mean, you know what? It, it still would work if they actually followed the rules. Well, yeah. Um, they had uh, controls to segregate sensitive data and network and all that stuff, but it didn't always control the logical and physical boundary. So oftentimes they would say that this is segmented, but they would just have cables running to another network so that they could get it there. So it would make routes, and then they'd have a host routes and stuff to get to it. Kind of like when, you, when we get told by a client, no, that kiosk, that's, that's, that can't access the internal network. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that. and then you start using you start ICAT, using, and you yeah, start kicking ass on people. Pop shit. Um, t- traffic, that they had the uh, Seneca rootkit. Mm-hmm. Right was on like thousands of machines, and uh, and then they had eighty two that were actually communicating with a malicious server that was in the Ukraine. Right, this started in oh eight, oh, and was still going on at the time of the report. Wow, <laughs> they just they beat the shit just over and over and over again. Flight plans and spatial play, like all this, like wicked sensitive shit. But it's a fifty-two page, just, just face beating. <laughs> What's gonna happen? Nothing. No, the director of NASA will come out and be yeah, like, "Well, nothing. if we had more funding, yeah, if we had money, we could have fixed this." That's just like you know, Fox Sports, right? What if we do? had more money, maybe we wouldn't have been compromised and actually serving malware to everybody who hit oh, Fox Sports yeah. this last Monday. I saw that. That's the best. I love when it's like like Super Bowl or it's like World Series time because everybody pops one of those sites and script tags the bottom of it and yep. just starts pounding the world of malware. Like when the Dolphins, remember when the Dolphins um, were in the playoffs mm-hmm. and their website got hacked yeah. and they got like 190,000 people or something in like a and couple they hours. they all got rooted. Yeah. Um, which is a great a great example, right? Like you want to show somebody like some real hardcore shit with cross-site scripting or, or script tagging or something like that. 
There you go. Show them like on their portal, like how you can root every single user in the enterprise. <laughs> you know, do some of the shit like like what Ryan was talking about at B sides about actually using XSS to drop interpreter down yeah. to people. Like that's gangster. Don't 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 do a fucking script alert. Like show a proof of concept where this shit's really thrown down. Um, and then uh, God, who else got somebody else got popped? Oh, uh, NSA. Yeah. Right? I remember that too. And I say got popped on the jobs page mm-hmm. by uh, by the Moroccan dude. He's like, I'm the fucking sequel master. I just <laughs> owned your face. And like the the uh it's so sweet to to see stuff like that. Because that's you know what? That's the kind of hacks I like, because that's the old school hack of just just straight up like, I did it. Fuck no. Like it. I didn't steal shit. I didn't, you know, do anything else. It was just like, bam, I've been fucking with this site for probably eight months, and the only thing I could come up with is, is this. I got you, sucker. Like, fuck yeah. You know, and you know they they probably were in, they typed that shit and they were out. Well, and now the NSA is gonna ban them from <laughs> Yeah, from everything. From, from, from Pound USA. From <laughs> on it. From all class A networks. Uh, but um, so I'm surprised. Actually, it's a good thing that that bill hasn't passed yet, because that probably would have gotten the fucking plug yanked on the internet by Obams. Oh, Bams with the old fucking like, internet I red need button. The emergency red that. button. For, yeah. That's easy. Just take down four two 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 and four two two one. Well, that takes care of me. I don't fuck. I can't surf anything fuck, anymore. No, I'm gonna look at like another goddamn domain. <laughs> Yeah, you take you take down. You start DNS text messaging people outside of the country, and you're like, "Hey, what's the IP address for Google.com?" <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Well, or <laughs> you know, you're in your bathroom. I need I need the IP address for Twitter. I have to Twitter about how my I DNS to, server's down. I have to Twitter about how DNS is down. Yeah, quick! I have Foursquare check in to where I got knocked out for leaking <laughs> Twitter information. <laughs> Eric was so funny about that. He's like, you know what I want to do? He's like, when I knock him out, and I'm gonna fucking take his phone, and I'm gonna post a picture to Yfrog, and check him in on Foursquare with that picture, and then Twitter it out to everybody so that they know where the fuck he got knocked out for leaking <laughs> client data. And I was like, all right, dude. I yeah. was like, it's all it's all fun and games to talk about, but at the end of the day, you just have fuck to teach people and move well, no, on. He needs to, he needs to learn. And you know, hopefully and that's what this it is. Event. It's a teaching. Thing. It's a learning event, and and you know, and people getting laid out. Yeah, it tends to be. Well, no, I mean, you know, dude, listen, I would never, ever, ever punch somebody over work. I might get mad, but I, you called me that day, and you're like, I need you to convince me not to fly out to San Francisco. And well, I already knew I wasn't out. going to. I just needed to yell at someone, and like, I know that you and I can yell at each other because that's happened yeah. for a number of years, but. You know, it's it's like you know you, you should never get any physical violence over work. That's ridiculous and, and, and childish and stupid. But you need to love steam. Did you ever? We never got this. You ever? I don't think so. I mean, I think we the, came close. Other than the cuddling, no. But that was in Florida and it was hot. And, you know. You got mimosas back there. And I bought you breakfast in the morning. Breakfast burrito and mimosas. All I had to do was spoon. <laughs> Just for a couple hours while I cried and talked about my mom. <laughs> Time to go. Ah, goodbye. Yeah, we're done. See ya. Bye. <laughs>